BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. All right, I'm going to keep this simple. Welcome back to Straight Up with Stassi. I'm Stassi Schroeder-Clark. Let's do this. Welcome to Straight Up with Stassi. (gasps) Hi, Christina Kelly. Hi. (laughs) New mom, three months postpartum, Christina Mm -hmm. Kelly. First, I just need to ask you, okay? For, For anyone who isn't... And um, a straight up Stasi OG. This is one of my best friends in the whole world. Um, that's the only introduction she needs, actually. <laughs> <laughs> she was my first podcast guest ever, like seven or eight years ago. She is a straight up Stasi regular. Um, she was just on Vanderpump Rules this season, which we'll talk a little <laughs> bit about. But most importantly, um, she is a business owner and she is... A new mom. A mom. And let me just, I want to ask you first. So she showed up in this really chic cream colored set. Okay. And I'm wearing like, I think this is like, this is like my, this is like my, I gave up set. Like it's a black set, but like it's, it's not a chic one. It's an, I gave up set, but we are both wearing Adidas sneakers, which never fucking happens. <laughs> that has never happened for both of us. No. And she's wearing the black ones. I'm wearing the white ones. How did you come to the conclusion that these are hip now? Max asked me the same thing. Like he was Bo like, asked me the same yeah. thing. No, he's like, where's this coming from? That, yeah, Bo literally is like, why are you researching Adidas? What, did you try to play it off and be like, what do you mean? I just want them. I think they're nice. Like, Or did you actually say? like, Oh, no. Oh. I said, I saw this on TikTok that it's cool and I want to be cool. <laughs> so I can't remember if it was for me. It was Pinterest or I saw a couple influencer girls that I really like on Instagram that was wearing them or just something with an outfit where I was like, oh, I really like those sneakers. But I wanted the ones you have. So I have the Samba, which, yeah, they're hard to get. And I have the gazelles. You have the gazelles. And Christina's like, how'd you get the Samba? And I'm like, it was hard. I researched the fuck. And I, I either, I feel like it was from some random website they'd never heard of. Like, I wanted to say that I ordered them from Farfetch, but that's too easy. I order from Farfetch all the time. It must have been some random website that I, w- I was hoping they would actually be delivered. I feel like we're blowing these up now and I'm never going to be. Able oh, to buy no. That's, that's it. true. <laughs> that's it. Oh no. Or or we'll just like really look like everyone else. Cause like people haven't jumped on this bandwagon fully just yet. Like I feel like everyone's still in their like new balance phase. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But I know I've been paying attention. Morgan Stewart. 
has been wearing the Adidas Sambas. And I'm like, damn, she looks chic. And anything Morgan Stewart does, I'm like, I want to do it. If I can afford it, I want to do it. And I just keep seeing all like the chicest influencers and TikTokers. And I'm like, oh, I'm such a follower. I'm fine with that. I usually try to not be like, oh, if everyone's doing it, I want to do it. But now I'm feeling like I Wait. should go home and burn me. <laughs> Wait, can I ask you something? Have you seen this whole trend in fashion, like on TikTok, on Instagram, on social media? Everyone's talking about the quiet, luxury, old money, Sophia Richie aesthetic. Oh, yes. Do you feel a little bitter that you've kind of been wearing this aesthetic your whole life <laughs> and, and now, now it's, getting, it's blown up. getting blown up and do you know and what that means is that once it's over you're gonna look just out of style do you know what i'm saying yeah you've always dressed like that you have like rosie huntington vibes you know like very chic very classic i wouldn't say old money is your aesthetic that's like not it it's like it's like chic minimalist understated classic yeah. vibes that's what's in style now so what happens when it becomes out of style <sighs> what do i do after yeah wow. what are you gonna do um i haven't thought about this i have <laughs> so. because because part of this old money whatever aesthetic is granny chic and i've dressed granny chic my whole adult life so I, i'm i'm a part of this pro i have this problem just as much as you have like i might not do like the minimalist thing that you do but i do granny chic yeah. I do understated classy vibes. And so now all of a sudden everyone's like, oh my God, Sophia Richie just discovered the classic clothes. What the fuck? Well, now when I look, it looks like I'm copying her for people. Yes, that it don't. does. Uh, it looks like we're copying Sophia Richie. That's, that is infuriating. Where did she come from? Like, did she decide to do TikTok one day and woke up and was like, I'm doing TikTok? Like, was it just like, or did she have a team that get behind her and do all, because she is killing it. She 100% has a team because no one can turn out those TikToks that quickly, especially when you're on your wedding so trip. So this is all Lo thought and through. I know. This was like, this had to have been thought through. I don't think she could have anticipated how big she would become, like how much she would become are this generation's a girl like move over the Kardashians? It is Sophia Richie. Like that's that's what people are going after now. Yeah, I mean, if I had her face, her body, her money, yeah, like how could why why did she just start now? You know, I th I think that because it was her wedding, she a wedding is a uh, great gave her a reason. It's she a was, reason. Yeah. yeah, it's a great. It's an opportunity. People are so interested in weddings. Like yeah. I'm kicking myself. That I didn't. Do. Yeah, I wish I would have known about get ready with me. You know, I could have been like, yeah, you know you what? Would have killed it. My you wedding would have actually killed it. My Italian wedding. I could have done get ready with me every day. I could have literally just revamped my image and been like classy old woman. Do you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I could have been old money old, but old for the older women, the 30, 35 year olds. How old is she? 20. She's 24. <laughs> God, I feel old. Yeah. But like a wedding is a great opportunity to like be like, hello world. This is who I am now. Yeah. And now she's just leaning hard yeah. into it. I love it. You know, I think that that if, if you're listening to this podcast and you are in a long-term relationship or engaged or about to get married, use your wedding as an opportunity to say, hello world. This is who I am. <laughs> <laughs> I I don't know. I I mean seriously, think about it. Like yeah. it's great branding for who you want to be. Yeah. 
Anyway, how do we get on this brand? Because you, you, you're wearing the Adidas and all of that. Your your outfit, you look so great. But soon you're gonna look out of fashion. (laughs) So there's that. I gotta come up with something else. Have you noticed the? um, Do you know Molly May from Love Island? Wait. Okay. So let's talk about this. All right. Do you know what I'm gonna say? No. Do you remember when I went over to meet River, your baby, River? And oh, I you you said something about Molly May, and I was like, wait a second. I just started following this person. Why did you just say that? And I was like, what? And you said, I just started following her too. I'm like, why did you follow her? And you're like, I don't know. And you said, Stasi, why did you follow her? I'm like, I don't know. I've never seen Love Island. Her style isn't my style. I'm like, maybe I just like started following. I was intrigued. Maybe because like she's a new mom and I love following new moms. So that's why. But like, I think she's but so cute. But she doesn't cute. post that much no, about her baby. She so doesn't. It's not like I'm like, oh, I'm learning a lot or like I'm, no. No, but we both followed her at the same time. Yeah. And even your boyfriend, was your like, baby daddy, was he like, was like, why are you guys following Molly May? Like, I need to know why. And we're like, we don't know. We we don't know. Like, what, what were you going to say about her? She's kind of bringing this like sweatsuit, uh, baggy, big sweatsuit back i feel like that's her aesthetic i don't think that like fully left the like kardashian that's like the kardashian i hate that vibe (laughs) so that's like that sneakers uh matching big baggy like aritzia type sweatsuit i think i hate it because it reminds me of covid like i wouldn't carl lagerfield say like if you wear sweats you're just giving up on life yes (laughs) yes Yes, like, that is there's like some sort of quote by him that's like, yes, this is the thing. I was so obsessed with that look during COVID and that's all I wanted to do. So like I was ordering matching sets and trying to like getting like, you know, gold hoop earrings and like the yes. the like chain, the the like paper clip necklace and all of that shit. And so it reminds me of a time that I don't want to remember. So like while I can see that it's cute to have like a matching sweat set and like I love that for the airport. Don't get me wrong. Give me one of those sets and some cute sneakers and a trench coat for the airport. Fuck yeah. But all day, Not every like, day. No, but like this is like they get glam. Like they get made up. No, but that's what makes it look hair, cute. Hair, makeup. And then like, yeah, the jewelry. And then they go out to like dinner or like like a no. lunch, girl's lunch. No, this is only acceptable at yeah. the fucking airport. And maybe, just maybe the grocery store. Maybe running errands. Yeah. But there's such chicer ways to run errands. I love a good set, though. Not maybe a sweat set, like a big baggy hoodie and sweats like that, but clearly like a good set. <laughs> I mean, I love a good set, too, when I'm at home. But Max did say, like, I feel like you're kind of dressing more like like pajamas, like all always. Say no shit, <laughs> Max. Like, because even like the sets, like like silky sets, like a... It just, everything looks like pajamas. You just made me think of something. Okay. Have you seen this TikTok? Or maybe it wasn't even a TikTok. Maybe it's just something I saw somewhere. It has to do with what you were just saying. Are you somebody who has outside clothes and then indoor clothes and then pajamas? Like the way that Max, okay, you say Max is like, it feels like you're wearing pajamas a lot. No, those are my indoor clothes. Like when I go out into the world, jeans. Cute pair of like ballet flats, a top, a jacket, you know, that's it. The second I get home. You take the jeans off. Fuck yeah. 
There's no way. I take, I take There's all the. There's no way I would walk around the house all day in jeans. That's so weird. You just take them off immediately, right? Right, right. But let's say you wore a cute dress out. Do you want to take that off too? You would take that. Exactly. (laughs) So there are outdoor clothes, outside clothes, which is like, it doesn't mean outside as in like being outside. I wouldn't like hang out around the house in them. Exactly. So your indoor clothes are cute sets. Yeah. That, that are pajama adjacent. Yes. Like just cozy, comfortable. They have some, they have some elastic, maybe elastic, but still chic because it's not fully pajamas. Yeah. You're not sleeping yes, in them. Correct. It's like you want to be comfortable at home, but you don't want to look like you fully have given up on life. Like yes. with your like dirty t-shirt and your like shitty sweatpants. I've had to recently get rid of like those things. Yeah. So that I just don't wear them. Yeah. Well, I'm in a weird place because we moved. And when I moved, I went through this, like, I was really pregnant. We had a lot going on. So I was like, just put everything in storage. And I only brought with me basically what I was wearing pregnant. So I was like, just everything else I'll figure out and I'll get out of storage. Because in that moment, I was so pregnant. I couldn't even visualize looking at these like tiny little pants and these little dresses and like, even the little sweats with a tiny little band, like waistband, I was like, there's no, I'm not going to fit in this for a while. Like, yeah, I don't, I don't want to look at it. So we put yeah. everything in storage, everything in storage. So I basically had like, <laughs> like all like one pieces and big baggy sweats. I'm, I'm, I wore this pregnant to so this band. This is like a large, like I, mean, I had, I just looked at the, the waist on that and it's tiny. I don't know no, how you wore that. No, pregnant. there's, there's a pocket. There's a big, if I no, you could, you could fit in this. I'm telling mm. you. So right now I'm like too lazy to go to storage. So I've just been trying to make everything work that I have. Yeah. Like the five things are on rotation. So no wonder Max is like, could you like maybe not (laughs) wear your maternity clothes anymore? I would fucking backhand Bo so fast. I'm like, you have no idea what this bod has been through. No, he didn't actually say like, can you not? Okay, I was going to say no. I know. (laughs) Poor Max. I know. (laughs) Okay, well, speaking of postpartum things, how, I mean, I I know this is really broad, but like how has postpartum life been? It's been three months. Like, would you describe it as mainly good or and peaceful or mainly challenging oh probably uh it's so hard to say like one of the uh, it's challenging and obviously beautiful but challenging for sure anyone out there who has a newborn and is like bliss bliss oh amazing like Mm -hmm. it's perfect it's perfect it's like you're you're lying like there's you're not telling the truth there's no way it's 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 so difficult you can't prepare yourself i thought i was so prepared I've wanted to be a mom my entire life. Like since my mom dropped me off at daycare. Yeah. You know, like I was taking care of the other babies. Like I've always had that, like, I want to take care of, I want to take care of. And I thought I had it all figured out. I mean, I had everything prepped. I asked every one of you guys, what did you have? Like my registry, I feel like I had everything I thought like down. And then you get your baby and you're like, I know nothing. Every baby's different. Mm -hmm. So Harford, like things you said you did, I was completely different. I mean, challenging in a way too, I think with like, I don't think a lot of people talk enough about like the baby blues. Yeah. And I didn't quite understand what that meant, like what that was. And I just associated that with like postpartum depression. Mm-hmm. And I was obviously not, I I didn't have that fortunately, 
But the baby blues are real. The hormonal hormonal drop that happens Mm -hmm. is so intense. At least it was for me. Like there were moments where I had this perfectly healthy baby. I was so happy, right? Like everything was so great. I'm in this beautiful house. Everything just lined up at great birth. And he's not, you know, he's probably like playing with a toy and being cute. And then out of nowhere, I just start crying. And I'm like, yeah. why am I crying? And then I'm crying because I'm crying. Because I'm like, wait, why am I crying? Mm-hmm. And you just have these moments that happen for a few weeks in the beginning. I, I'm going to like be honest. I am so scared about postpartum life because of that. Like I remember with Hartford, I was like, I know I'm going to get postpartum depression. Like I know it. Like I had just gone, you know, it was during COVID. I had just gone through being fired from like every job. I felt alone. I felt like, where do I go from here? So I'm like, all of the like environmental things are, are lining up perfectly for postpartum depression. Like there wasn't a lot of us to be like, no, 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 this is how it was. Or you may have this happen, but don't, you know, you, you were sort of like, you led the first one. Yeah. Yeah. And luckily I didn't have, I didn't have postpartum depression. I kind of think it's because I ate my placenta. Not gonna lie. Um, Lala said this at dinner last night. I, I, we both did the same exact thing, and mm. I feel like it's supposed to help. And and who knows if it, I have nothing to compare it to. Like I don't know what it's like to have a baby and not eat my placenta. Are you so doing like, that? Are you gonna do that again? Fuck yeah! Because like I don't want to risk it. Like yeah, might as well just do it again. But um, I did feel there were lots of moments when I gave birth for like the next like. Nine months. I feel like nine months, maybe even a year. I want to say it was like nine months where I felt isolated. I felt down and I felt like pockets of like depression. I Not full depression, but just like hopeless, but like so happy that I have this yeah, baby. Yeah. It's really hard to explain if you haven't. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. oh my God, I love this baby so much. I'm so thankful for Bo. I'm so thankful for my house. I'm so thankful that I'm healthy, that everyone's healthy. Like, but I can't explain this feeling of just like despair that randomly comes on. And like watching people's Instagram stories, watching them film Vanderpump rules, like watching all of those things happen. But even watching other moms like a day in a life. Like right now I'm struggling with that and I I need to get off of like TikTok and Instagram because there's a few moms I follow where it's like a day in a life with like and they their babies around the same age as River. Yeah. And they're like doing a lot. And I'm like, wait, I mean, no, don't get me wrong. River is amazing. And I, I do do a lot. Like I am fortunate that I am out and about and I'm doing things. And yeah, but this is like a whole nother level where I'm like, you aren't showing everything. Like there's no way your baby didn't just have a meltdown. There's no way. Like, how is your baby just like napping in the back? Like, there's just no way you need to follow. There are some people on TikTok that I follow that are like, um, a real day in a life of a mom with a stay at home or something like that with a however month old and their videos are so raw, so real. And so like, wow. Oh my God. Like, yes, those are what the days are. Send those to me because right now I'm following all of the like, the aspirational ones yeah. <laughs> <laughs> where I thought that would help. But actually, I think it's better to have like the real like, it's you know, it's good to see aspirational ones every now and then to get ideas, to get ideas on what could work for your life. But when all you're seeing is that and your life isn't mirroring it like, no, that's fucking hard. Like, I like totally respect these women who are putting out these like 
real videos, these real TikToks and, and reels that are just like... But also, how even the real ones, mm-hmm. how do they even have, have the, time the time to put to, together? I want to know like, how... So it's a fine. You're showing me a real reel of the day and like, it's a shit show. Great. I, I feel better. But also... When did you do that? How did you edit that? What? How did Where'd you set the camera? <laughs> I know. I want to know like, what device did you do to put next to you in the kitchen to show you like this? And what where'd you put the... Like, I even want to know... Christina, when, I wonder... You, like, in my head, I'm like, where, how'd you even put... Where'd you... Do you have tripods all over your house? I wonder they do all these different all angles. And the I'm like, do they go in the kitchen and they're like... And like, it's like... They're like stuck everywhere because like no, and then all, how do you have the time to, think, to edit it? I'm gonna okay. Let me put that there. Let me walk. Like it takes a minute to do all of that. Like people watch it and don't think like no, this all takes planning and time. And you have a baby. Yes, I tell Lo all the time because Lo's like, you need to do more TikToks. You need to do more TikToks. And I'm like, we don't have the <laughs> fucking time. We don't have the time. When do you expect me to set all these things up? And then when are we gonna edit it? And then go Lo, through it. It took Lo a week to do the fucking getting ready with me. <laughs> video because we're on tour we have things to do like we 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 don't just have time to sit and spend hours editing a fucking tiktok video yeah. so like so, and i don't have a newborn so like for the women with the newborns who are even making the, their but TikToks, the ones that are like the okay let's say if an easy baby the ones that are like it's a shit show and you're like oh thank god but like okay so how during that shit show are you editing this video to show us that I don't know, <laughs> Christina. I, it's fascinating. And so it all stresses me out. All yeah. of it. Do you follow um, Bethany Ciatola? Yes. Ugh, I love her. Love okay. Her. So she's been doing more um, like, this is what my day has been like, or this is what my week has been like. And there's so many shots of so different things that like, I'm like, when are you do- like when I need you to give me tips I need you to explain is there a little fairy that lives in your house and sets up these cameras for you because I, everything is like so natural and you can tell like the camera has just been set up and she's letting that's it run that's what I want to know like I feel like I have a tripod that I've been lately I got actually a really cute video of me and River but like those moments like I feel like that took me like a week to be like <laughs> I'm also a perfectionist so I feel like there's been times I'm like the lighting's wrong <laughs> like, like, <laughs> well, he's wrong. But the angles, like, I feel like mine would look like this. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, how do they have those perfect? I don't know kitchen angles where I'm in the kitchen. I'm like, where would I even? Put? Do you think we're just too old? Like, we passed the point of like growing up knowing about angles. Like, everyone who's younger than us, like, they've had more time to grow up with like knowing their angles with the phone. Like, Hartford's gonna know her angle next year. Oh my God, you're right because we didn't have iPhones, we had pagers. Yeah, you remember you were the first person to have an iPhone in the history of iPhones. That's not true. You guys, no, real talk, just a reminder, a reminder in case you're new here or in case you forgot about this. My the my earliest memory of any human being in the world having an iPhone is Christina Kelly before we became friends. Like I, that was the first thing I noticed about her. I was like, who's this alien person who has an alien like contraption computer. phone? Yeah. Yeah, like what? Like, what do you, where's your Blackberry with your BBM? Like, I was just like, I have to say, I didn't even have a Blackberry. Like, you were cool before I got the iPhone, then I was cool. But before that, I jumped from a razor. Do you know those? Yeah, 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 yeah. Of course. I went from that to an iPhone. So, to be fair, why didn't you get the Blackberry? (laughs) Every time 
time we bring this up, I'm like, I'm just so intrigued. And I'm just like, why? What made you, while everyone else was using BBM, what made you say, no thanks? <laughs> I was behind on a lot of that stuff. No, but you no, jumped like, ahead. No, I was behind on like that was that was my first cell phone ever was getting that like you probably had what did you have before the blackberry like you probably had multiple that wasn't your first t-mobile sidekick see see it was bedazzled see you had all the cool (laughs) shit i literally i didn't get my license i got my license late i got my phone late like i got everything late i was late to the game with all that stuff but then i was like i got the iphone it's not an excuse why how did you know that the iphone was going to be something that people jumped on i literally was like why do you have this screen that's going to get dirty because your fingers are all over it like no one's going to want this it's not the future you know what i mean like i like what made you choose the iphone over the blackberry (sighs) tell me i honestly (laughs) wish i had like this cool story to tell you i'd be like well um i won the iphone Wait, did you? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't choose it. You didn't, wait, that's even better. <laughs> I feel like I'm so wait, uncool. Wait, that's no, even like better. <laughs> oh my god, that's 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 what I needed to hear. That's have you been? How long have you been holding that in? Every time I've asked you why you chose, because you make such a big deal about it. Like you were so cool and on point and right. And I always think about it. You were the first human I knew. And I'm like, I can't break the news to her. Like I have to let this go. Keep going. That I'm so cool. And I was ahead of the curve, just like I am with my granny chic classic style. Oh, my God. Okay, so you won it. I won it. In what? Like, what kind of fucking contest did you enter? No, I had worked for, I worked for Nordstrom, and, like, they were doing this, like... I remember that. (laughs) They were doing this, like, if you hit a certain amount of sales and da-da-da, you, like, they had a raffle, and I was the one, I won the iPhone. Like, they they basically picked my name out of, like, the sale, big, the thing, and I won the iPhone. That's, like, a big deal when you're, like, struggling... Yes, I was struggling. I had, the razor, I had the razor iPhone. I just probably moved to LA. Like yeah. I was that's like not wow. in the best place. Probably had like 20 parking tickets. Yeah. Going to acting class. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Doing scenes with you. Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, I've talked about this a bunch. You know, I am not a good cook whatsoever. I'm also kind of lazy. Bo is the one who does the cooking and takes care of us in this house. But on days that he's not around, like I need to still figure shit out. Like there's like a baby feed. It's not just me. There's like Hartford. And that's why, I mean, I've used HelloFresh for so long, for years, but I use them more even now because it makes my life so much easier. If you don't know what HelloFresh is, with HelloFresh, you get farm fresh pre-portioned ingredients and seasonal recipes delivered right to your doorstep. So you can skip the trips to the grocery store and just go to HelloFresh and pick like from over so many different meals. And those meals are changing all the time. And they're like freaking gourmet. They're delicious. And everything is so easy to make. The way that it just like comes to your door, you have everything pre-portioned, you have your little um, direction paper, and it's just easy to cook. It's quick. It's so healthy. And I love how there's just like so many different options. They also have like calorie smart options or protein smart options, um, lunch, dinner, also vegan recipes. I mean, there's so much to choose from and it's just so easy. Going to the grocery is the freaking worst. Like, and it's like, 
you want to cook for your family, but then it's like you got to find a recipe. Then you got to go to the grocery and buy a bunch of different ingredients. And then you don't even use all the ingredients. And it's just a waste. So go to HelloFresh.com slash Stassi16 and use code Stassi16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. That's HelloFresh.com slash Stassi16 and use code Stassi16 for 16 free meals plus free shipping. All right, back to back to <laughs> postpartum life. Have you had moments where you've looked at like, you know, everyone's stories and things like that and people out doing things and felt the biggest amount of FOMO? Yeah. Like, because I was asking you about this last night because was that your first girl's night? Yes. So we had a girl's night last night. Me, you, Katie, and Lala. So fun. We went to Oliveta. Um, such a good restaurant. So delicious. You should name your baby after the bread. Sourdough. Just. <laughs> <laughs> and then the middle name, Butter. <gasps> Honestly, not mad. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, oh my gosh, is this her first girls night your first adult night yeah like i remember my first girls dinner post how long had it been longer than you I really think. that yeah. makes me feel better yeah i feel like i remember it was polo lounge and i went with katie and lala and that it felt like it was way longer than that because really? the thing is is i didn't want to leave i didn't leave my house for a really long time because i felt so bad about myself i gained so much weight in my first pregnancy you know this we've i've taught i forget what i've talked about like on the good the bad the baby and on yeah. straight up Astasi. i've talked about it on straight up Astasi. Yeah. so i gained so much weight that like i f- did not feel comfortable and like this was during a time when like paparazzi was hanging out mm, at my house yeah. because of like all the scandals yeah. and stuff and paparazzi are always interested in pregnant women and postpartum women mm-hmm. and they just want to get photos so that everyone can pick apart your body yeah, and analyze cool. it so i'm like i'm not gonna leave my house like i don't want to get my photo taken i don't fit in any of my clothes i only still fit in my ugly maternity clothes i didn't buy cute maternity clothes last time because it was during covid yeah. so i didn't have anything to wear to feel good about myself yeah. so i I like hid in my house and didn't do anything for months. So it was a really long time before I had like my first girls night out. And I just remember like watching everyone's stories all the time and being like, this is so sad. I have, I normally don't get FOMO, but like I have it so hardcore. Like, am I, is this all I am now? Is, is a mom all I am now? Am I ever going to be hot again? <laughs> am I ever going to have is my fun life again? just like schedule? Like it's like, it, I feel like it's just like a routine. Like it's like, oh, we're doing this all over again. Like we're waking up, changing your diaper. You're going to have a bot, like you're going to eat. It's so monotonous. And then you're going to have a nap in an hour. And like your wake window right now, I'm going through that like very short. I mean, he's still like, he only stays up for like at the most an hour and a half. And then he's like, tired you can see it in his eyes I'm like okay I feel like you just went you know it's like all over again so it's hard to even plan things out because like today I was like should I bring him should I not because then I'm like wait by the time it takes me 40 minutes to get here you know your mind starts going like 40 minutes like I'm doing so much more math now in my head all day yeah okay you ate how long ago like how many but my FOMO was insane because I had River and the show was exploding. Vanderpump Rules was exploding. So I want to ask you about this because that has to be a mind fuck. Like, I thought that Scandal was a mind fuck for me. <laughs> but like, I couldn't imagine being somewhat involved 
like not that you're involved in yeah, Scandal, but right. like you were on the show this season. So like you were around, you're involved enough. And then you give birth, which is just such a the juxtaposition between reality TV and becoming a new mom is like wild. It's polar opposites, the most extreme it can get. And for that to happen at the exact time. And I'm pretty sure it was like the same week. Your baby was born March 15th. Well, I had lunch with you and Katie and I had River like... You had River like an, a week after Scandaval. Yeah. Yes. So things were really crazy. Like I... I'm trying to put the timeline together, but I remember the show, it had broke all the news and then the show was airing. That's probably why you went into labor. <laughs> and and um, yeah, it was really intense. And then I remember, yeah, I had River and I was watching everything on my phone. I remember being in the hospital on like Instagram and like people tagging me in things and writing stuff. And the episode aired where... Charlie calls me out and calls me a lip balm girl. Oh yeah, I wrote that down. <laughs> and I didn't necessarily know how much was going to air on the show. I knew what happened in real life and she wasn't very nice to me, which is beyond me because I was so nice to her. That like confused me because like... I think it confused everyone. Like why didn't she like you? It had no... like. It, it seemed like even like I, wa I watched a few episodes in the beginning. I mainly watched the ending ones because I was like scandal. Yeah, to see. yeah. But I wanted to like see some of the beginning stuff when you were on it. And that was so confusing to me. I'm like, why doesn't she like Christina? This is so weird. Why are you going out of your way to talk about someone's hair and their business? Like way to put down a woman for having her own business yeah. and, and like trying really hard yeah, like she almost it's it came off like she was like making trying to like make fun of me for leaving my restaurant job to start my own business and like work <clears throat> really hard like it was very I agree bizarre. like yes you like literally you work you work so hard and you make everything yourself yeah. you ship everything yourself you yeah. literally are constantly working on that at home. Like you have like a mini factory in your home that you do no, yourself. No, I'm not slapping my name on a product and being like someone else. Should and do somebody else shipping me. it. No, like Christina is going to the fucking post office and she's shipping it like <laughs> after she made it. So like to have someone try and belittle that or make fun of it as if that's something that's embarrassing, like that. Are we really shitting on well, business owners I right now? I like, it, well, so. I tried my best to feel like, a, like, okay, how can I spin it? <laughs> yeah. And so I was, I remember, and I will always remember this, but I was laying in the recovery room. You know, this like feeling you're laying in there. I have a brand new baby. I'm really kind of like, I don't even know what I'm doing. Cause they sort of just leave you. Right. Like they're like, here, here's your baby. And then they like walk out and like, I'm looking at Max, like. I, I talk about this on tour. no one talks about this though okay I, I talk about this on tour me and Bo talk about it almost every night we're like what the fuck when you go to the hospital and you have a baby they wheel you into this little fucking room and they shut the door they don't teach you shit they literally shut the door they just and and we're literally like why did they shut the door on us we've never had a baby before we don't know are, are we good are we good <laughs> to keep this baby like did are you we, hit the button a lot for them oh my god so yes. I felt very like no, 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 I'm a mom now. Like, we can't hit the button. Like, I have to figure this out. Like, I can't be like, hey, can you come take care of my baby? Oh, no, I, I, but I asked for help. I had to because they forgot to turn the epidural off after I had River. So 
I then <laughs> so while Could you walk? No. Wait. Oh. <laughs> so while while they were like doing all of his, you know, rinsing him off, like the whole measure, like weight and all of that, like I was laying there and like the epidural was still pumping in me. Like I had so much. Yeah, I was numb from the waist down for like a, a day. <laughs> so they I couldn't get out of bed. So if he was crying or something, you know, there's like, again, once again, all of these TikToks where the women are like, this is my like skincare and my in the hospital after having my baby. And like, this I is hate them. like, make sure <laughs> make sure you pack your shower shoes because you're going to want to like shower and get cute. And like, eh, and I'm like, what? Like, I couldn't even move. Like, I didn't even open my hospital bag. I literally the only thing I what used, did I tell you? The only thing I used at it was extra long charger, the extra long phone. charger. I'm telling you, you guys, I packed literally I think it was a normal sized fucking suitcase. Yeah. Oh, like, yeah, my big tin, like metal one. Yes. Like I packed a whole fucking giant suitcase. I did not open it. No, I didn't want to fucking shower there. I didn't want. I looked like shit and I was so swollen, so swollen from all the IVs. Like I blew up like my legs and my feet were two times the size that they normally were. The last fucking thing I felt like doing was like, let me try and get cute. Like, no, it was, there was no point. Literal zero fucking point. I've never felt more fugly in my life. Yeah. Than after I gave birth. I'm sorry. And my self-esteem was like, when I look back on like those videos that like Bo took of me, I'm like, how did I not just off myself? It's yeah, it's insane. It's dark. Yeah. Yeah. I hate when I see those TikToks of like women who are like, how was this baby in here this morning? And I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I'm looking and I honestly, I, I don't, I don't know, lady. I like, where did your belly go? I don't fucking know. <laughs> so yeah, I was in the recovery room. I didn't know what I was doing. And then I'm getting all of these crazy messages about lip balm girl and like Charlie and like, just coming, just like messaging me in support, really sweet things. Yeah. So I somehow was like, okay, I got to figure out somehow to like, you know, so I went through, slapped up a cute video of me putting lip balm on and was like lip balm girl. And everybody like commented and liked, and it was really great. So I was trying to like somehow feel a part of everything. And, but then I, but you don't want to then take time away from your baby and like the experience of being like a new mom. Yeah. So I was like trying to post and trying to like be involved and in the moment and like, oh, okay, like let's, you know, I, all the girls were kind of jumping on this, like if, you know, the, the phrases and the merch and all that. And so I was like, well, I'll like try my best. But then I got home and I just feel like it just, my followers were blowing up too from the season. And then I had all these orders for my company and it was like this overwhelming I was really overwhelmed because then I had this newborn baby that I needed to take care of. And I felt like all my hats were like, holy shit, like, yeah. how can I handle all of this? And I didn't really have help. Like my family's not here. You know, I didn't have max is all I really had. So in the beginning, I was really, really overwhelmed. I was, as you know, with my company, I do everything. So I had literally a newborn baby strapped onto me like in a carrier and I was like filling orders and making product and labeling. And that's some like Amazonian woman from the it, past. I felt shit. like, no, I'm not. I felt like that. I'm not kidding. I felt like that. Like, like you was, were hunting and gathering yes, with a baby on your back. Yes. <laughs> it's the equivalent of that. And our, yes. It's like, like the two, 2023 I version like that. of like hunting and yes, gathering. I'm not kidding. And I was like breastfeeding and had him on me. And then I was like, 
yeah, getting all these orders out and I was so stressed out about it. Yeah, it was it was a lot. I've talked about this whole quiet luxury thing a shit ton. And you know what says quiet luxury? Classic clothing, cashmere, linen, like high quality fabrics. But that shit is so expensive everywhere you go. Um, Not with Quince, you guys. I've been going to Quince now for my linen and my cashmere, and it is so nice, so well-made. And the reason why their pieces aren't as expensive as other stores is because there is no middle man. So you can get these timeless classic styles that won't go out of fashion. You'll have them in your closet forever for like a fraction of the price. It's just so annoying how like every store just marks things up so much. So like... No, we're done. We see right through that. No middleman. I love that about Quince. And what's even better is that Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium eco-friendly fabrics and finishes. So you can also feel good about getting high-quality items that last longer. Shop with Quince today and discover the affordable luxury you deserve. Right now, go to quince.com slash Stassi to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Stassi for free shipping, 365 day returns, quince.com slash Stassi. 365 day returns is fucking amazing. You guys, I return things all the time and like I've now stopped shopping at certain stores because their return window is so short and I think that's so fucking rude. This is a whole year. It's a whole year. Go to Quince, you guys. Did you read a lot of the criticism that you, Katie, and Lala were getting during that time? Some of it. Like, did it affect you? No, not at all. Good, I'm glad, because there were actually moments that I was wondering. It affected you. (laughs) (laughs) It affected me for you. There were moments where I couldn't sleep because I was but like, I was worried about you. But then I didn't want to message you. because of just having a baby and going through, yeah. And I didn't want to message you and say, hey, are you okay reading this criticism? (laughs) Because what if you hadn't seen it? Then I didn't want to bring attention to it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But people kept saying that, like, it was the... The standard mean girl shit. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? And yeah. oh my God, the amount of times I got people being like, we need Stassi to weigh in. I was like, God, if I would have been there for filming, I would have been in that same yeah. bed making fun of those starry lights and the same fucking yeah, I got way that hard she heated, that up, one. heated up yeah. her food. And like, I would have looked like the mean girl too. And the thing is, you guys weren't being mean. Do you know what I mean? Like you weren't being mean. I think the way that it was edited, it was a weird situation. And it was very clear that you guys weren't like vibing with Raquel and Raquel didn't give a fuck. And Raquel was just coming out, coming in hot saying like, well, good thing you don't have a man and shit like that. So like, no shit, y'all were going to make fun of her like starry sky. (laughs) Like, Can I tell you something that I don't know if I'll get in trouble for saying this, but fuck it. Um, that whole scene, she, you know how she was really drunk and she was so drunk that she doesn't even really remember saying like, good, good job. You don't have a man to yeah. Lala. So it's like she was so beyond drunk. And let me tell you, I was there. She was all wasted. Like those uh-huh. half of that scene of her like heating up food was I mean, she was like all over the place, like spilling food. She could barely stand up like. It's like so we were really confused then after out of nowhere. 
she started coming at me about the galaxy lights and like what we were saying behind her back that night and making fun of her. And we're like, okay, yeah, we were a little teasy. Like we, I came in after and was like, I've never seen anything like it. I, I genuinely didn't though. I was being like, I, no, I it is even... kind of jar- like, listen, if you want to have galaxy lights, cool. I, I bought them for Hartford when she was born. Okay, that was my point is that I was <laughs> like, like, I've I, seen them for yeah, babies. Like, like, aren't they for like babies? Like, like, isn't that a baby's room? It is a strange thing to bring on a vacation. I would say like, and you that know, was my point. You don't like, get she enough. You don't this in a suitcase. Yes. Like in your own apartment, apartment or your house. I like, barely have room for shoes in my suitcase. So yes. like the fact that she was she like, prioritized the starry night over clothing or toiletries. Exactly. That's where and I, I wish see I would have explained that so okay. clearly. <laughs> I would have been but like that was okay, but that was yeah. So that was where I was a little bit like taken back by it. Okay. And that was it. I didn't go in hard about it. I was no, like, when you whatever. guys didn't go that hard. All you said was you're like you're like you guys there's so, like a <laughs> there's a fucking galaxy in there. That's it. That we was were pretty confused with how out of nowhere during filming she then started like using all of this as like we're mean girls and we're like we thought wait what like I'm so confused like how did you even and then there's like a like what do you mean like how did she even remember if she was so wasted right so are you saying that you don't think she was that wasted no what I'm saying is that we got word that she was shown footage of us talking (gasps) as you would say shit about her and oh, I wonder if she was shown footage or just told and producers aren't supposed either to do way. That. No, we had a big thing about it with one of the producers and we were really upset and we found out who it was and we were really, really. Do upset I know about this it. producer or is it a new one? It's a new one. OK. And That's we were like, up. first off, this is changing the narrative because. She, you're, you're, what are you doing? You're messing with like that. You're not, messing with what should naturally be happening. Right. And I feel yeah. like they were really trying to like give her a storyline to go with that we were like these bullies and so it was like well let's like this needs to make sense so she kind of does need to know what was said or what at that that night in vegas wow did i explain that correctly did i explain that no you did explain that correctly and let me just explain for people who aren't on a reality show like your producers are supposed to leave. You're not supposed to ever find out anything from producers. That's why you always see these scenes where it's like, so-and-so are going to this coffee shop to have coffee. No one's actually going and having coffee together all the time, okay? It's because there's somebody else on the, on the cast that needs to tell another cast exactly. member what happened or if someone talked bad about them or whatever. Producers are never supposed to do that because then you, you're messing with reality. You're messing with like, what the truth is like that's full-blown manipulation and that's what starts making reality shows fake so like no that's a really big deal no we got really upset by it and there's like a i saw that they had edited it where it looks like she's eavesdropping on us and hearing that yeah but that must have been a different like that was part we had the door like closed basically and another part of when we were kind of laughing and stuff we were in the bathroom and like there's just we were like, how? She wasn't even here. She was so also so wasted. She wouldn't have remembered anything. She didn't remember. She and woke she up in the morning have, she off be. camera and was like, I don't remember anything from the night before. So it was kind of like, now all of a sudden you remember very detailed things about everything that was said that night. Yeah. Interesting. That damn Raquel. <laughs> so, yeah. That's wild. Okay, well, I'm really glad that that the negative reactions 
to like that whole mean girls vibe. God, it wasn't even mean. Can I just say, anytime like I hear someone or see a comment of people being like, Christina Kelly's like bitch mean girl, <laughs> I'm like, she's literally one of the nicest people in my life that I that I know. Like I I th- I don't understand it. Like I don't understand. Like you don't actively ever hurt people. You never lie to people. You never betray people. You are like bitchy funny in your delivery with things. It's maybe sometimes, and especially when I'm with you, we have this like banter and this funny sarcasm and like we yeah, I think that's sometimes. not what makes someone a mean girl. Like, that's not what makes someone a bad person. If you're telling me that you don't like gossip with your friends, you a liar. Yeah. You're a liar. So, like, you're just seeing her gossip with her friends and being, like, funny and bitchy about it. That's not what makes a mean girl. I think it's just easy for people to just, like, you know, like, they need, <laughs> they need a villain. Everybody needs, like, the mean girls, the nice girls, like, the, the you know, and I, I unfortunately, I feel like I've been placed in that, like, me, Katie, Lala, you. <laughs> like, no, I know. If like, I would have been, I literally was like, God, if I would have been there, this would have been so much worse for everyone. <laughs> so much worse. Because uh, the way that I look at it is like, it's all in good fun. It's just a fucking galaxy light. Like, and no one cares. Like if someone, it's like making fun of me for bringing a galaxy light. Like that's not really going to affect me. That's I also, by the way, on camera, but it was edited out. I also like apologize to Raquel. For for that for scene, bringing attention to her galaxy lights, like it was getting such. Everybody was talking about these galaxy lights. It got to the point where I feel like Sandoval, Sheena, they were all like, "Yeah, I have." Schwartz was like, "I have galaxy lights. I'm going to turn." Everyone was like, <laughs> like talking about this, where it was like, guys, like okay. So at the barbecue where she, Raquel's all dressed up in the yeah. bikini and she comes for Lala and the whole yeah. thing. She, um, at one point, she comes over and she talks about the galaxy lights again. And I was like, Raquel, I turned around. I'm like, I am so sorry if I hurt your feelings with that comment. Like, I truly wasn't trying to hurt your feelings. I wasn't coming for you. It was just caught me off guard. I had never seen someone your age bring (laughs) galaxy lights on you on a trip. Like, I just... They're cool. They're it's beautiful. It's a choice. But it's like, just like, it's a choice and it's an interesting choice that doesn't happen very often. So to not acknowledge it would be even weirder. Yeah. To walk into your room and see galaxy lights and, go, oh. it, and just be like, yeah, everything okay. looks normal. But I also didn't that know would be weirder. that like Sheena, Schwartz, like that whole group are all about galaxy lights. That's, I didn't know that. But like, do I they know bring them on their, vacation? Yes, I guess that's like their thing. I didn't know that they all do that. <laughs> Schwartz has them. It's like they all... wait. So didn't know this was edited out wait they travel with them they prioritize it on their their travel what to it's pack like on their checklist way that's a great question i i think that it's like a little small it is little... like hartford we got it for hartford when she was a baby like it's fine but like i'd rather bring a speaker right you know or i'd rather bring my portable shoes. vanity planet she did bring a speaker <laughs> because when i went into the room it was filled with galaxy lights and she had like music blasting from her speaker real talk though i know that the galaxy lights were to make her feel like closer to sandoval like ew I know that. And granted, they say they hadn't hooked up yet, but she obviously had feelings for him before they hooked up. Well, I just remembered something. They also showed her crying in bed 
do you remember this? And everyone was like, oh my gosh, like we're, we're the mean girls and we're making her cry in bed in her galaxy lights. Do you remember that? <laughs> no, I, I do. She was crying in bed yeah. and they edited that. Like she eavesdropped, heard us talking about making fun of her and stuff. And then she got into bed in her galaxy lights and started crying. She was crying over um, the dog. Ariana's dog passed away and she was, yeah, we had just found out that. And so she got into bed and she was like, drunk and i'm pretty sure she facetimed ariana <gasps> and was like i brought like the galaxy lights and i'm like ha- i'm saying a prayer for um Ew. charlotte and she was crying in bed over that and i feel like then it it played out and edited like we were mean girl it just made it was just a, a storyline i wish more people knew this so what it played out like we were mean and we but really she was so drunk that night she didn't hear anything we said and she was in bed in her galaxy lights crying because sadly ariana had to leave and was really sad with her dog. Wow. And then she went and, and had sex Sandoval, Sandoval the next day. Wow. Like, it's psychotic. It's crazy. It's crazy. Do you think that you would, I know we talked a little bit about this last night, but how do you feel going back to Vanderpump Rules as a new mom? Well, it felt weird even being back pregnant not telling everybody so mm-hmm. i think now even going back and being a mom because you can't get shit faced <laughs> yeah, no, i know i mean no for real how do you film vanderpump rules not drink it's, although you'd probably be like i would probably be so on point do you know what i mean yeah but i know for me i think if i drank more i would have been my more opinionated self and i would have spoken up more and i probably would have said more things that I maybe would have regretted. Yeah, of course. Because I had an opinion on everything, but I held back a lot because it was like, I kept thinking, what's my place to like tell this person that or tell them this is weird or, you know, like we sniffed out that Raquel Sandoval thing like really early on. But you guys didn't take it seriously. Well, because it was so intense to think that and to see like little bits and crumbs of it throughout like the whole summer. It was like, We really needed something solid to like go for it. Like we would have been, imagine if it wasn't true and we were like, yeah, throwing those kind of accusations out there. How come y'all never told me that? Well, we did. We, Katie and I did at that lunch, but that was, that was two days before Scandival broke. But like, I, I didn't realize that y'all had been thinking this since filming that you guys were like, this is weird. Yeah, I not like I never heard about it. Maybe, probably because I asked you guys not to talk about Vanderpump. Yeah, I was just gonna say. I think that when I was around you, I really didn't want to. I had so much other things to talk to you about. Yeah, that I wasn't gonna sit down and be like, "Hey, so here's like what we think we're speculating." And like, no, but that's like a good one. That's like a that's a that's a you bring that one up. Like, no, I don't want to hear. Imagine if it went nowhere and it wasn't true. You would have been like, "Why are you kind of coming bringing me this like weird gossip stuff?" Like, yeah, you know. No, that's a good point. Okay, fair. Thank you for not bringing it yeah, to me. Yeah, I think actually. that's probably why. But we did, we did bring it to you, weirdly, right before it came out. You guys, I don't know that I've talked about this before. I haven't. Two days before Scandal broke. This is crazy. This is so crazy. Okay, two days before. And Scandal no, Ball this broke. is no exaggeration. I'm not exaggerating at all. It was a Scandal broke on a Friday. On a Wednesday, I went to lunch with Christina and Katie, and they were telling me. That like Lala had thought it was weird, had brought up over the summer that like Sandoval and Raquel were like a little too close. And Katie was like, yeah, it's giving like Ariana and Sandoval when Sandoval was with Kristen. Like yeah. they're such close friends. They spend like 
all this time together. Like they're just ridiculously close. And that's like how Ariana and Sandoval were Mm -hmm. when Sandoval was with Kristen. Like he treated Ariana like his best friend. Like, and so Katie's like, it's very reminiscent of that. And y'all were telling me about all these instances, like at the barbecue, he didn't leave after he found out that her grandmother had passed away. And like that Raquel had been there and, and like, that Schwartz had made that comment being like at BravoCon that's like, Raquel's not there for me. Trust me. And like all these little things were adding up and I'm like, what? Like, no, no. And then then we kept, we kept kind of going, no, no, no. Maybe we got it. We got to chill out. Like, you know, maybe it's not true. And then something else would happen. Like we'd be watching them at a music festival and like Raquel's on like Sandoval's shoulders and like Ariana's just kind of, down like why isn't Ariana on his shoulder? Why is Raquel on your shoulders? Like things kept happening. We we're like, this is weird. And we kept like seeing more and more things. And then they w- were seen alone at the Abbey. And that whole thing got, you know, we're the like, Abbey, that's yeah. weird. So like little things kept happening where we were like, and I remember I had lunch with Katie off camera and we were like, we had just filmed something and we were talking about it. And we were like, this is I think that there's something going on. And Katie's like, I think there's something going on. But we just were like, how do we, you know what? We were kind of like, we need Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not kidding. Cause she is so good at digging and finding out shit. Like totally. if Kristen had sniffed this out, why like, did we you were, guys tell Kristen? She would have been like, shoot her in text like, like, seven seven minutes. Minutes. You have been like Yeah. Um, they're hooking up. If you would have given her a little bit of like, like the information, like, here's what we have so far. She would have been like, I'm on this. Yeah. Um, But we were like, we need somebody who like almost could like, even if it wasn't true, like it's, you know, we needed someone that could like dig into it. And if it wasn't true, like they get the blame for it. And we, no one comes for us for even thinking it. Yeah. Um, And we were talking about how can we figure that more of this out? Like, how can we yeah, ask more questions or what do we, and it just was hard. Like, what do you do? And especially Ariana was like really being like, no, 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 no. Like she kept pushing it away, pushing it away. So that was hard too. Cause we're like, well, we're not going to like, this is her relationship. So if she doesn't want prying and she doesn't want to know more. I, I find that like so weird. I, it, it makes me think of like, just like this debate that I have in my head, like is being the cool girlfriend really worth it? You know what I mean? We all like, like when we're stay out late, babe. Like, do whatever you want. I'm trusting. Ask no questions. Ask no, like, you know what I mean? Or like, you know, we all want to be seen as the cool girl. We don't want to nag. You know, we don't want to like smother him. We don't, we want him to live his life. We don't want to ever like be a burden. That's, that's like this, this, we're taught that we need to be the cool girl. Yeah. And like, it's kind of fucking overrated. Like, why? Why do we need, look what happens when you try and be the cool girl. When you're the cool girl for like 10 years, this can happen. So like, I'd rather be the nagging bitch and like find out a little sooner. Or that, so the girl that's cheating on your boy boyfriend with you, like, or like Raquel was like, oh, well, like, I don't know. I kind of thought like Ariana knew. Like, see, that she literally was like, cool girl way too far. Like it was to the the other woman. Yeah. Thinks it was so comfortable. Yes. So comfortable to cheat on your, like, literally, you're my best friend, but I'm feeling so, you're so chill and relaxed about all this. Like, maybe she wouldn't mind if I literally fucked her boyfriend. Yeah. Like, that's how much it was that she was like, I don't know. Part of me was like, Did you watch the finale uh, reunion episode? Yeah. Did you see where she was like, she thought about, she brought up possibly being in a throuple, and Sandoval was like, No, Ariana wouldn't go with that, go for that. So yeah. Raquel was so head over heels. 
for Sandoval. That she was willing. She to was willing to be like the third wheel. What's that Mormon show? <laughs> oh, sister, wives. sister wives. She's literally she willing been, to be in sister yeah. wives. Like that to me was the most. Like that was like to me the biggest. Like shocking. Yeah. The 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 bombshell is like. Raquel's that crazy that she was willing to go sister wise. Yeah. She said to Andy, she thought Ariana didn't want to know. And then yes. was like, oh, yeah. yeah, I guess she did. Yeah. What? Yeah. But that's yeah. going to back to like, that's how cool Ariana was. Like, Raquel yeah. was like, I don't know. I feel like maybe she knows, but she just doesn't want or whatever. Like, no. No. You know what I always say? Or like, I've been saying this recently. It hasn't been always. <laughs> <laughs> It's like, you know, it's a moment in time that you get to be the crazy girlfriend or that you get to dark passenger. Like at some point in your life, you decide to have children with your partner or get married or move in together or like you just become, I don't know, like really secure in your relationship. And you're going to look back and miss those times when you dark passengered on your boyfriend or girlfriend or like you got to be crazy girl, you got to lean into it. You got to text them 72 times in a row because they weren't fucking responding and you didn't know where they were. Or like, like feeling jealous. Like there's a yes. possibility that like maybe yeah. he's like, I don't know, like this isn't actually happening. But like flirting with a girl or like yeah, whatever. Like and you're that's... like, why is she texting you? Now I'm like, I, I don't care. <laughs> no <I'm> <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Like that's going to be over. You're going to get to a point when you feel really secure and that's going to be over. So let's all collectively stop trying to be the cool girl in our, our girlfriend, boyfriend relationships or girlfriend, girlfriend, boyfriend, boyfriend. Let's lean into crazy girl. <laughs> crazy girl. You yeah. <laughs> That's your advice. That's what I'm going to teach Hartford. <laughs> Say cool girl is overrated. Nag the fuck out of him or her. Or you're going to get cheated on. <laughs> or you might get cheated on. Wouldn't you want to know? Oh my God. <laughs> I think there's a good balance that it's like, I don't know, Christina, I miss dark passengering. Like I miss the excitement of it. I kind of know what you mean. As dating like a DJ and someone who's out a lot, I feel like I used to be psychotic and be like, why did that girl come out to you? And he's like, she was just requesting a song. And I'm like, no, she wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> no. Like, right? I'd go kind of crazy. But now I feel like... I miss that. Like, I, I just feel like I, you know, I, I'd like to dark passenger, you know, maybe after I give birth. Well, you know, like maybe I'll 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 set a time and day. Oh my god, poor Bo! <laughs> and just like really like lean in, like I don't know, it just like ignites passion. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, both things. I'm like really demony when I say that. Um, whatever. You think? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, okay, so Christina, thoughts on going back to Vanderpump Rules with a baby? Um. Yeah, I think that I might film a little bit, but it's a lot. It's it's a whole different thing with a baby. You know, like Lala and Sheena, they have their moms yeah. to help them. So they were able to film whenever and their moms were right there. I don't really have that. My mom doesn't live here and Max's mom is working and busy. And so I'd have to hire help, which I'm. he's still so young. He's three months old. Like, I feel really uncomfortable. Like yeah. you said, you didn't leave the house until how many months? You know, it feels weird to just have a stranger come in and be like, here's my baby. I have to, I don't know. It's a weird thing. So I think right now I've settled on that. I would love to film with the girls in like a girl's night or something like that. But at the end of the day too, there's so much going on with them that it's like, well, I don't have so much of like a, 
a say and like a pin. I'm not close with Ariana. Like this season will be interesting because I don't. I, I feel like is it going to all is going to be about Ariana? Is it going to be about like what's the where are the storylines? I don't go? think people know what it's going to be yet. I think, and I think the the best seasons are always when there's no plan. You know, and I was, agree. You know what I mean? Like you just like go into it and let the conversations unfold and see how they happen. And it normally ends up being nothing that you ever would have expected. And I think those are the best. But like I have watched, you know, episodes sometimes like you mentioned, like the pool party where like Raquel dressed up and stuff. And that was like a moment where I was like, God, this isn't my life anymore. Yeah. I like literally was like, I, I don't, I don't think I could take a Saturday away and go to a pool party with everyone and like leave Hartford. Yeah, home. that's how I'm picturing this season. Like, it's like I would have a really hard time because even being I mean, I was pregnant, but like going there. I had a hard time. There was many times where I was just sitting there like, what is my life? Like, what is happening? Like, I'm this drama and all of this crazy. Like, I love Lala, but like the like, I'm coming for you and like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. And like, you know, everybody just it. there was moments where I was like Twilight Zone, like looking around like. What? No, I know, Christina. I feel this. I feel the same way as a viewer now. Like I watch it, I'm like, I used this used to be my life, and yeah, I'm watching people come for each other and just like go so hard and like and call people out, and I'm like, I don't rem- I don't know what that would be like. I don't yeah. know that I'd be able to do that. Like at this point, I'd be like, you guys, there's like, there's like more important things yeah. that we need to focus on right now. Like Harvard starting school in September. Well, <laughs> no, but I had in the back of my mind, I had like, oh, I have my glucose test like tomorrow. Yeah. And like, I was in my head like, oh, I'm getting my 20 week scan and like, yeah. Okay. Like, did I drink enough water today for my unborn child? Like, you know, like, I mean, I was just looking around and like everyone else was just like screaming at each other and and you know i think at one point raquel called us like little fucking chihuahuas and right really did, she was oh, clever enough to edit it out that? i can't remember that i got edited out but she called us chihuahuas. yeah because you guys were just barking at her i mean i don't know i kind of like it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i think they got edited out but yeah like and i was just you know like you're like what and then the beach day like oh I'm James like I'm like just having like I'll show up to this beach day and then James like the drink in the face and everybody and like it just was it's a lot that's it's a very toxic environment that's the thing because like people I obviously get asked a lot like how would you feel about going to Vanderpump Rules not that I've been asked back that's not what I'm saying I'm talking about when like listeners and stuff and fans ask me I'm like I don't see how it would fit in. Like, let's just say I like I couldn't leave my daughter at home to go to a beach day and go to a pool party all the time and like go like every once in a while. Of course, like I do things without Hartford and I do things as an adult, but like all the time for three months straight. No. And then at the same time, like, well, what if I brought her with me? No, because I don't want Harford to be around people throwing drinks in each other's faces. Yeah. So how would I even like make a reality like reality TV like that work? I just think that like my life's so different now that I I don't know how that would fit. I mean, of course, like there are times that I miss it. Yeah. You know, like it's it was such a huge part of my life and. I think it's an amazing show and it's like so incredible that it's going on for this long and I miss so many of the people that are on it. I miss like being able to just like go and have girl time all the time with like you and Lala and Katie and like yeah, that's it does, fun. it does force you into like 
having a lot of girl like yeah, yeah girl lunch, I miss girl having this, girl like, time yeah a lot of social like out and about stuff yeah um a lot I got asked the question a lot how was it filming without you and I was <laughs> empty your soul is empty <laughs> no but it, I yeah I was I was like it's different it's it's yeah like I'm not gonna lie like the filming the, with- the light has has dimmed <laughs> No, but it's true. The light the has minute- gone out. The warmth has left. It's cold. It's dark. No, it's but empty. you have such a personality <laughs> that it it doesn't feel the same for me coming back because that's all I know is filming with you. Yeah. And so then coming back and not filming with you, it did feel it just doesn't feel the same. So that's also hard. I think then filming again now this season without you again, it just feel for me, it feels weird. Like, where's my place? I love Lala. I love Katie. But you were like my are you going to cry? No. Oh, okay. Sorry. Whoa. <laughs> no, I'm not. But you were always like my reason for the show. Like, yeah. I'm your best friend. Like, I, by the way. What? <laughs> the voicemail that you left me about. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, you're welcome for your life. Oh, my God. So, like, During I was, because what I was just going to say is, like, I got you the job at Sir. Like, you started filming on the show and like the reason that I started filming was like well you're my best friend and I was feeling left out and I want to film with you and I also had such strong opinions about your life and who you were dating and like yeah that was that all made sense we now I feel like I'm like it, it's it just feels weird not feels, having you there I know I totally get it but I just need the people to know about this voicemail because it was on my other podcast that I recorded it Bo and I were talking oh, it wasn't on this it podcast it was on the good the bad the baby and I realized best voicemail I have ever received that will be saved on my that will be saved forever I need to get that onto like a USB well Bo and I were talking and I realized that like oh my god if I had never met Christina then I never would have started working at Sir. I never would have gone on Vanderpump Rules, which means I never would have met Katie and Kristen, who would never have in- introduced me to Bo, which means I would not have Hartford. And like, I literally <laughs> left a voicemail on Christina's <laughs> like phone. I was like, I just needed to call you and say thank you so much for my life. <laughs> I literally owe you my whole entire life. Like, if if you weren't my best friend, I w- I wouldn't have my daughter. Like, you gave birth to Hartford. <laughs> <laughs> Your Hartford's your baby. <laughs> Without you, Hartford would not exist. That's so wild to it's think about. It's so wild. Yeah. Well, I love you so much. Thank you so much for doing You're this episode so with me. I'm so proud of you. You guys, if you want to go and buy Lip Balm Girls <laughs> Lip Balm, <laughs> um, her sprays. Do you know Hartford's obsessed with the sprays? She is. Hartford goes into like my mini fridge. Is there a certain one or she just likes all I have of them. the lavender one the in lavender. there. But she hasn't. I don't think I've shown her the cucumber, the cucumber one. I have the cucumber one in my travel bag. I'll let her try it. Wait, Lala last night was talking about how she uses now. The cucumber one as deodorant. She's like, I'm not using deodorant anymore. And I'm just using the lavender or the cucumber. Lavender? One of them. Cucumber. As a natural deodorant. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I've never advertised it as that, but you thank should you. try it for a two week straight and see what happens. Like, I'm not willing to try it because I'm just a smelly person. Well, no, I'm like <laughs> breastfeeding and I don't know. There's something happening with hormones where that's I'm a good point. actually super smelly. So, okay. That, no, that's a good point. <laughs> we need, we no need way. more people to try it out first before you advertise it. That's true. Like, before you go hard on it. 
everyone here is going to buy it and then review it and be like, yeah, you're an asshole. I smelled <laughs> so bad. I tried spraying the lavender face mist on my armpits, went on a date. The guy dumped me like, yeah, <laughs> crash and burn. No, but yeah, the lip balms. Um, yeah, I'm excited. I got a little office, a little Heartspring office, which is, is exciting. So exciting. Yeah. And um, things are going really good. We've got the soaps, which is amazing. And I want to like maybe add more products. Like I just, it's so fun to think I've been doing this for like seven years. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Like business owner, like a full blown, you've created a, something that's like incredible. I'm so proud of you. So if anyone wants some heartspring.co, um, it's on Etsy too. It's on Etsy, but then we also have um, heartspring.co. Yeah, the Instagram is at heartspring.co. Yeah. You can find it. My favorite is the uh, tinted lip balm because it's just like the perfect color. I know you love that. I just bought two more of those. You did? Did you? <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Christina, I love you. I love you. Till next week. Bye, Zs. Bye. Bye.